Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. I am currently recording this episode from my phone in a car in the parking lot at the hotel I'm staying at on spring break. Just a little escape from my family. Well, most of my social media was scheduled ahead of time this week. I simply ran out of time and I never got to record this episode before I left and I really, really wanted to share it. So here I am recording in a car and I don't have my mic, so hopefully the sound is okay. But Without a simple social media process for content creation and management, I wouldn't be at a point where I can simply schedule my social media and leave for vacation. So I thought this would be a really great topic for me to share with you this week. But before I get into today's episode, I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I've been building brands for nearly 25 years. I started my own company back in 2010 with a $500 investment. That's it. And I grew that business to reach 3 million users a month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I grew this business through partnerships with Target, Nordstrom, The Honest Company, and hundreds of other brands. This was all before I led my company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited my company with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurial journeys. I always say that your process when it comes to social media is 70%, and what you actually post is the rest. So 70% is your process. Without a process, your social media for your business is really a tough task to tackle. You feel like you're flying by the seat of your pants. You feel like you you constantly just have to post to post or get something out there. And that really is not the way that you should be approaching social media for your business. As you've heard me say before, I grew my first business alongside social media. When I first started, we had personal Facebook pages and LinkedIn and Twitter. So that was it. You know, this was kind of right after the era of accessing Facebook without a .edu email. And here we were, we, we had Facebook all of a sudden, but there were no Facebook business pages. So it really is quite a different landscape now because we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have Snapchat, we didn't have TikTok, we didn't have Pinterest. But back then, which, you know, this was in 2010 to 2013, I learned as I went along. And one of the number one lessons I learned was that you must have a process for creating your social media content and for managing it. For years, people assumed I had a whole social media team at Bump Club and Beyond, and I didn't. Honestly, it was mainly just me. I managed our social media on my own in addition to running the company and doing many of the other tasks that needed to get needed to get accomplished. And I know a lot of you can feel that and understand that because that's the the seat you're sitting in right now. 
And even after the company was sold, many of the resources that I had asked for were not received, and I was mainly running the social media solo. And at that point, I was getting pulled into a lot of meetings, and there was a whole host of other tasks that I was doing, but I was mainly doing the content. The reason I was able to do this is because I had a process in place, and that's why I feel it is so important to share the content of this podcast with you today. You know, there was a period for about a a bit over a year right before the sale of my company where I had an amazing social media manager, someone I still talk to today, who I've referred clients to. She helped me with the execution of our blogs and our social posts. But honestly, other than that, that's about it. It was all me. And it really came down to my process. So while I'm going to share my process with you today, I do want to point out that you're going to want to create a process that works for you and you're going to want to write it down because when it's written and when it's memorialized, you can A, follow it and B, as you grow, you have the process in place and you can eventually pass it along to someone else when you are able to hire help. So before I get started, I want to share that you have to remember that social media for business is different than social media for your personal accounts. When you're posting on your personal, you're sharing pictures of your family, of your friends. You know, it's really, there there isn't really a strategy in place. But when it comes to social media for your business, you have to be strategic about what it is that you post. And there are three things that I want you to remember. Number one, you need to be creating content that connects with your community. And you know if it connects by if they engage with the content. Are they liking it? Are they commenting on it? Are they sharing it? Are they saving it? Number two, Your content must have a purpose, and we're going to get into what that means in a few minutes, but the greatest example that I can share on this front, and I've shared this before, is, for example, I post a lot about my family, and I shared pictures around the time of my grandfather's, what would have been his 100th birthday this year, and my father's 25th birthday this year, and instead of just posting pictures of like, happy birthday, grandpa, happy birthday, dad, I tied it back to my business, and in both situations, I talked about ways that these men motivated me, motivated me and supported me throughout my life. So it had more of a purpose, and honestly, in the month and a half, I think both of those posts were shared in, in a six-week period. They were two of my most engaged with posts. They were two of my most far-reaching posts. They were two of my best-performing posts. So you want to make sure that your content has a purpose. And then number three, every piece of content should have a call to action. You always want to be asking your community to engage with you, but you always want to ask them to do to do something, and you always want there to be a call to action, even if it's as, as simple as liking or sharing a post or dropping an emoji. I wanted to start with my biggest aha. You want to get to a point where you have a lot of evergreen content at your fingertips and you can choose what it is that you want to post and when and it's just easy and that you have content ready to go in the event that you don't have something timely that you want to be sharing about. So what's evergreen content? Evergreen content is content that you can share at any time no matter what. There's no time stamp on it. It doesn't it doesn't have it's not seasonal. Um, there's nothing that would that that would prevent it from being posted morning, noon, or night on any day of the week, any week of the month, any month of the year. You can always post evergreen content. So great examples of evergreen content are like motivational quotes or stories or um, you know lessons that you want to teach your community. Those are all very great examples of evergreen content. So let's get into the five first steps of building a process for your social media content strategy. 
Number one, I want you to ask yourself, what is it that you want to share on social media? Start by making a list of everything that you want to talk about on social media. Write it all down or type it out on one of those yellow post-its that are on your desktop and you can stick it on your on your desktop on your computer. And then I want you to look at the common themes. What are the what are the themes amongst these pieces of content? What stands out to you? So you need to really think about what are the themes of your content and we're going to get into that. So number 2, you're going to want to take what you created from your list and you want to create content buckets. Now, content buckets are generally speaking four to six themes that all of your content falls into. And when I say all of your content, I mean all of your content across any and all platforms. Why is it important to do this? Well, number one, it streamlines your content. So not only does it give an indication to your community as to what you're going to post and you're going to share about, but it helps you to determine what it is you're going to post about every single week. It really streamlines the process. It helps you organize your content. It helps you stay on task. It helps you to think of ideas every single week because you need to stay within these four to six themes. It helps you have a purpose. It helps you to connect with your community. You are able to connect because you're posting about themes that your community wants to hear about. So it's important that you really kind of fine tune these four to six themes that you're going to post about on a regular basis. So my content buckets are number one, me. Anything that includes my story, anything about myself, my experiences. Number two, my friends and my family. I think this helps to really kind of bring people behind the curtain when I share about the people who are closest to me and that are most important to me. Number three, my podcast. Number four, small business tips. I talk about entrepreneurship and small business on a regular basis. Number five, social media for small business tips. So I do a lot. I share a lot of social media tips because that is a, an area in which I excel. It's an area in which I teach classes and it's an area where I know you guys need help. And so I want to be able to show up and serve and share that information. And then last but not least, my offer. So those are my six content buckets. So when you create your content buckets, I always kind of write out a plan and I do this for each and every one of my clients. So for example, let's take my podcast, which is one of my content buckets. I will write these five things out on a piece of paper, handwritten, or I'll type them out. What is the content bucket? So my podcast. Number two, ideas for this content bucket. How will I show this content bucket? How will I share this information across my content? How? Will I do carousels? Will I do videos, reels? What are some ideas? Really and truly, I do a big brainstorm. I think of sample captions. And then I think about what are the goals of this content bucket? What do I want my community to do by sharing this content? Well, for my podcast, for example, I want people to listen to the podcast or share the podcast. And then number five, I ask myself, what are the calls to action for this specific content? So I, I really write out this document where each content bucket that I create, I write these five things underneath it. And from there, it really helps me with my process each and every week, which brings me to number three, fill your buckets each week. So you have these four to six themes and I don't want you to be so literal, right? Like maybe you have seven, maybe you have five. Do what works for you. 
But every single week, the first step I take when I'm deciding what is to, what it is I'm going to post about and share about is I sit down and I make a list of what I want to communicate to my community that week. And then I fill my buckets accordingly. What are the goals that I want my content to achieve that week? But every single week, I at least do one piece of content, especially on social media, filling my content buckets, each and every one of them. Hi, everyone. It's me, Lindsay. Before we get into number four and five, I want to let you know that my signature class, Social Media for Small Business, is back from April 24th to May 2nd. It's a six live class course to teach you how to work social media for your small business and your personal brand. Replays are available if you can't show up live. You will benefit from step-by-step technical tools plus easy, impactful strategies to use social media for your small business. You can't afford to spend another minute hemming and hawing or running on the social media hamster wheel. I know that many of you are overwhelmed by everything here, how to use social media, plus how to make an impact for your business and your brand. You feel as if your follower count isn't growing, your reach and your engagement are consistently in the red, and you just don't know how to fix it. But if you do the work, we can change that. Join me alongside an incredible cohort who will become your friends, no doubt, as I hold your hand and guide you step-by-step through the basics of using social media for your small business, and you'll implement them along the way. Who is ready? Let's effing go. Early bird registration is live. Price goes up on Tuesday, April 4th. The link and all of the information is in the show notes. Now back to our episode. So we talked about filling your your content buckets each and every week. So Every time you share something on social media or even if it's content that you're sharing not on social media like in an email or on your website or at an event or what, wherever it might be, you want to make sure you are filling those content buckets because you want your themes to be streamlined and you want to be consistent in what it is that you're sharing. But number four is that I want you to block out time every single week for content creation. With all of my consulting clients, I get them to a point where during these one to three blocks of time every week, they're scheduling about seven to 10 days of content. So eventually you get ahead. That's the goal is to get ahead so that you don't feel like you're spinning your wheels. If you're sitting down one to three times a week and you're creating seven to 10 pieces of content, you eventually get to a place where you have evergreen content in your scheduler or in a document, however it is that you save your content. That's a whole other podcast, but you have content and you can move things around and you can change your content. You have things to choose from. You have content to choose from. So the goal of blocking out time each and every week is one, so that you're not posting day day by day, so that you really are sitting down and scheduling out a whole week at a time. And two, so that you have content in your social media scheduler that you can move around if and when you need to. Number five, repurpose your content. You want to squeeze all of the juice from every single piece of content that you produce. From there, you want to think about how you can repurpose everything, where and how. This right here is how I'm able to leave for vacation and have a whole week's worth of content scheduled on social media. I reuse things. It's as simple as that. I go back and I see what has worked months ago and I reposition them and I repurpose them. 
Last week, in fact, I I share I reshared a post that was posted sometime in Q3 of 2022. I changed the positioning, meaning I changed the headline a couple of words, so it was similar, but but it but it was different. I changed the colors on the asset in Canva, and I swapped out the pictures. I changed some of the wording around as well, but it was very, very much repurposing this post. And it did just as well the second time as it did the first time. And it's still, each of them are two of my top performing posts on social media. So you want to repurpose things and reuse things. And you can. Do not think that you can't. You know, I I take content from speeches that I've given and classes that I've taught. You could take a paragraph and make it into a week's worth of content. You just have to think about all the different ways that you can repurpose it. For example, here's how I repurpose my podcast. Every single week, I get a podcast episode sent back from my producer. It's me. It's me in an interview. And I take that podcast and I have it on video. I usually cut two or three 30 to 60 second clips. I have a template that I use, so it's very easy for me to do it. And then I have two to three reels. So right away, I have those reels. I also have assets created in my Canva account where I swap out the pictures and I swap out the names and then I have reels covers that I can use so that they look pretty on my Instagram grid. So there I have reels. I have a template to announce each and every episode. I have quote templates. So you'll see me you know, pull different quotes from the podcast and I'll create different quotes that I'll share both on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, wherever it is that I feel like it might work. I also take the podcast and I create a I create a carousel from my show notes where I talk a lot about the guest's background, what they've done, and I kind of share their story in a carousel. On Instagram, it's something new that I've been starting to do and people are really liking it. So right there, I just shared probably 10 to 15 different ways that I take my podcast and I repurpose it. Now, the captions that I use for the social posts that I create for my podcast are my show notes. They're my introduction notes. They're all the things that I've written already and I put them in and I make them friendly for Instagram, for Facebook, for LinkedIn, wherever it is that I'm posting. And I really do concentrate on Instagram and LinkedIn. So I truly, truly, truly want to emphasize the importance of repurposing all of your content and really getting the most out of every single thing that it is that it that you do produce. Because at the end of the day, not everyone is going to see every real carousel post, story, quote, your podcast, your LinkedIn post, your TikToks, not everyone follows you that closely. And when you think about how much content you consume every single day, you don't remember. Now, marketing rules state that you have to see something seven times before you take action. So really and truly, even if people are seeing things many times from you, they're positioned differently, they're they're repurposed differently, they're shared differently, and it's just another point of interaction where people are hopefully getting your point and then they will, of course, take action. Eventually, you will get to a point where this social media content that you're creating lives across all of your marketing strategies. 
you'll repurpose it for your website, your email, your events, your partnerships, your publicity. Or you'll take an email and repurpose it for social media. Or you'll take content from an event and repurpose it for social media. Do you see how that works? That's why I call my process sweep. Because ultimately, you sweep your content across your social media, your website, your emails, your events, your publicity, and of course, your partnerships. So to recap here, how I I, I want you to start thinking about your own process for social media. Number one, brainstorm and make a list of everything it is that you want to post about. Number two, create content buckets. Number three, fill your buckets each and every week on social media. Number four, block out time for content creation. You really want to put that time in your schedule and treat it like an appointment. Don't give it up or else you're going to be back on that hamster wheel over and over again and flying by the seat of your pants posting each and every day. You really want to block out the time, stick to it, and use that time to create your content for social. And then number five, repurpose your content. Every aspect of your social media really and truly should have a process. This here today that we covered is really just the content creation process, but you should also have a process that you use for posting. You should also have a process that you use for engaging with your community. You want to write these down. You want to memorialize them. You want to make sure that you have them written out so that the day, when the day comes that you hire someone, you can basically hand them a piece of paper and say, this is the process and this is what's worked. These topics, engaging and posting, etc., I cover more in depth during the Social Media for Small Business Bootcamp. And if you have any questions about that, please do not hesitate to reach out. I hope that you found this episode of Dear Found Her helpful. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being here. Stay tuned for another episode of Dear Found Her coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday.